Welcome to Ain't Nothing New Under the Sun. My name is Darius. I am George, and today we have a guest on. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. I'm Shelby. Nice to meet you all. Very excited to be here. And yeah, Shelby's pretty awesome. I met her a couple years ago, and we talked and we connected on some really cool topics that I don't really normally connect with besides a couple people in my life. So that was really cool. <laughs> she's one of the awakened people not the woke people not that fake woke she's awakened that's actually hard to find nowadays. oh thank you even though she lives in new york <laughs> which i don't know if i trust but. <laughs> i am in brooklyn but yeah understandable hey you guys used to live in la yeah so yeah just as bad yeah. it's pretty bad yeah <laughs> So if you want to but, give a little bit about yourself, um, whatever information, and then we can kind of just dive right in after that. Yeah, I mean, let's see. I guess I start, well, when I met George, that was about, what was that, two years ago? Yeah. Two, three years ago. I mean, I feel like there's nothing, I'm like anybody else, just kind of, I think I, think I um, was lucky in that I was able to maybe find some of the, the information that is now coming to light, what, uh, two, three years ago, same with a lot of other people. Um, and yeah, I just, when I met George, it was just like, I was kind of in the beginnings of those stages and it was just, it was really great to get to meet somebody who also was like, even informed on some of these topics that were pretty taboo at the time. Um, and yeah, I've kind of just continued to whatever. I, I call myself a truther, you could say. And so through that, George and I have reconnected um, because I did meet that same weekend. I met Isaac Cappy because um, Isaac Cappy was yes, one of the first whistleblowers to come out and kind of call call some people out that we all knew. And um, yeah, that that's, I wouldn't say that kicked it off, but it was definitely like I needed to go meet him to, to uh, get a sense for his character and um, just like know that he was he was coming from a good place in those periscopes and it's just been a it's been a really wild journey since then but i'm like anybody else i work a normal job i just i did take a year off to like just kind of uh, i mean i worked on music I, I did research all sorts of things but um yeah like anybody else just trying to keep up with every everything and uh i think there's a lot to be excited about too though like as dark as all of this stuff is which i'm sure we'll talk about like there's a lot of really exciting things, whether it's like technology or whatever, whatever else there is. And so that's kind of what I've been really excited about lately. So it's good, you know, with anything else, it's like good and bad. And yeah, I'm excited to get into it with you guys. Awesome. That was a long intro. I didn't really talk about no, me. No, no, it's totally fine. I am uh, I'm just like everybody else, just trying to keep up. Nah, I dig to keep it. up in this crazy world that just is ever changing. And hey, this is probably something that helps you out. That when you were getting into the truther community, it was during like a time where not a lot of people were. And now you're like, hey, all this stuff we were talking about or learning about is coming to fruition. So it's always nice to see that yeah. you're not crazy. Yeah, exactly. Which I mean, that might be. I don't know if that's intentional or not. But it's a good thing that I think everybody isn't waking up at the same time because the markets would probably crash. Like if everybody was just like, yeah. "Oh my god," that makes sense. So yeah, we are that compromised. You know, like that. Yeah. I think I, I think it was 
it's good that it's been a two to three year process because this is stuff, this is stuff that I'm I still have to like like really is some of this stuff real but um, yeah it's yeah a good uh, barometer is my parents because my parents are they're intelligent I give them a lot of credit um, and just kind of seeing how they used to react to me when I was give, giving them information like two three years ago about Epstein or whatever whatever else it was and they were just like. Okay, like concerned, but but you know they knew they knew there was something to it, and then to have like two three years later, my dad calling me and asking me who Isaac Cappy was, it's just it's interesting. But uh, yeah, how what do you guys want to? You guys have been covering a lot of really cool stuff, and I feel like we could go off any direction. But um, yeah, what's top of mind for you guys today? Today was a huge a huge day. There was a lot that happened. Oh yeah, definitely. Like. Well, going into Cappy real quick, did you guys, like, talk about, like, as far as, like, Tom, like, because Tom Minx is now known as that, that pedophile, like, his Instagram comments are, like, ten, like, thousands of people putting pizza signs, oh and, it's... like, now you have uh, Spielberg coming out of, like, people are starting to see that, and, I don't know, it's all these, like, I think we were talking about, like, a couple years ago, these lizard people that, like, <laughs> are kind of, like, coming out of the shadows, finally, and people are yeah. noticing it but so i did did isaac like did he reference uh tom Hanks? yeah he was so he was one tom Hanks is definitely one of the ones where like there was no question i'm pretty sure even in the like the video the periscope that he did the day before um he supposedly killed himself was um he just straight out said he's like yes you know yes tom Hanks pedophile this is going to be really hard for everybody to hear da 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 um, I mean, there were some things where I feel like he may have wavered, but that was definitely not one that he wavered on. I actually got in touch with um, Sarah Ruth Ashcroft as well around that same time, and she was she's the one that um, I, I I believe the only one who's come out and has said you know uh, she was abused by him as a child. Um, and I got in touch with her just I don't know if it was through Twitter. I think it was through Twitter initially, um, and. Just a little back and forth, but um, she was willing to talk. Didn't get any sus really suspicious. I mean, I didn't get to know her well enough to be able to like, you know, say, oh yeah, I fully believe it or not. But um, totally willing to talk, and no one's suitor. No one's no one's suitor at this point. So that that signals to me they don't want discovery. But that's just assumptions. Um, so yeah, I've, I've, it's, I think what I would say isn't the only reason um, that people would assume what they do about Tom. Thanks. Then he just got it. He got citizenship in Greece. I'm like, dude, what did you? Yeah. Gary's got an argument with our friend about that Greece situation, like about like. Yeah. Well, okay. So this is the thing. Um, obviously, the came out of the argument is at least I got him to admit it is very suspicious to do that, even if it's honorary. Um, but it's still suspicious. Not only that, he was showing me, like, uh, what was it, Snopes, and I think it's Minor or my something. But it's, like, no. some, like, uh, it's, a, it's, like, a Snopes site. And it was referencing, um, and their evidence was just, you know, articles saying that this might happen. But they didn't have any, like, Greek legislation saying it did or didn't. And that's something I kind of looked into where... The internet really doesn't have any information off if it was passed or not. All it says is they are trying to. And the problem was it wasn't just like pedophilia. It was all kinds of different, um, right. you know, 
mental health disorders that they're trying to categorize because they were more looking into kind of like researching it and kind of, it was but the people were against essentially not just making it a mental disorder but if you make it a mental disorder what kind of disability claims can you get from it and what kind of waivers you can get from it so that was really the argument um for it as well so that's all i found it was nothing that it was disproved or it was ever revoked nothing like that but again like i always I mean, say for the me Google, it wasn't i didn't even know about when i heard the news about him getting uh citizenship i didn't even i didn't even know about the way the laws worked i was just like that's just weird to get that's just a weird timing to get mm -hmm. citizenship anyways you know so i don't know i think well uh TBD, like, right, to be, determined, to be determined, but I think um, a lot of people are going to kind of expose themselves. Mm -hmm. um, like, I think, I don't know. I don't know, I'm a crystal ball, but I think um, people are coming out and just kind of making themselves be guilty without, you know, just, be, I don't know, I don't know. All I mean, there's just... At this point, or whether or not they want to take, like, Sarah by her word. Mm -hmm. Everything Tom Hanks has done for the last year is just odd like at the best case scenario it's odd you know a green screen kitchen even though you own a multi-million tens of million dollar house you know um shaving your head for no reason having literally okay i know this is just far-fetched and kind of reaching but a massive amount of um oh sorry a large collection of typewriters called corona having literally the most odd sink ever behind the corona going to greece like just just a laundry list of things that are odd. And not only that, like, his hair grew really fast. Because if you look at the picture... Uh, okay, I know this is weird, but I've been growing my hair out. It doesn't look like it, but I just licked it back. Hair doesn't grow that fast. He was completely bald, and in three months has, like, a full head of hair. That's fine. And took a picture. So, it, there's a lot of just odd things about Tom Hanks. And that, not even just going into what, you know, Isaac Cabby said. Just things that he's doing just doesn't make sense. Um, but... Go back to Isaac Cabot. I know we're trying to like we're like grilling you on that, but was <laughs> was there anything okay. that he said to you that was shocking or that most people don't really know? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Um okay. Well, I mean, I'm I met him once. Um we had so I was I was just early on to on his periscopes, like I glued to them for a while to the point where it was probably like really weird. Um but yeah, ended up <laughs> ended up I think it was through Periscope, like we, he just ended up like he would, it got to the point where he would like know who I was, we were conversing on Periscope and then uh, got each other's numbers and I, I knew at this point I was still living, um, I was in New York and um, yeah, he, I, I was going to see my friend Marika, um and we, I told him I'd be in the area and he was also having a yard sale, so it was because he was leaving LA. Um, and I think he was leaving LA to go back home at that time. But um, when I went over there, everybody had almost left. And I just, I remember thinking he is just so alone. Like his place was almost empty. And I think he had like one more night there. Um, and we, I can't remember exactly what we talked about, but one thing that stood out, we were like out on his balcony or something, and I remember asking him, like, are you, do you feel safe, whatever, and um, he kind of gave me this look, like, I like, looked around, I was like, what, like, yeah, what, and people are like, 
watching you now, he's like, honestly, um, yeah, I feel like I'm being, you know, totally followed. At the, followed. At the time, I was like, mm, yeah, you know, probably being paranoid. Um, and now, who knows? But the last time that I talked to him was, I think it was like it was like six months before he had died. It was just it was a text conversation back and forth asking how he was, and I think at that time he said he was like safe, and I think he at a house in LA. Um, but when he died, I think he was going home. I would assume because he lived in um, New Mexico, and I guess it was it was in Arizona where he was mm -hmm. found. Um, but like in terms of like new information about people, it, like. No, I didn't get any of that. For me, it was like, it wasn't necessarily a fact-finding mission. It was more like, I just needed to meet him. Um, and I, it was, it was, I felt like I just had known him my whole life. Like the thing, he seemed like a cool guy, probably did some things and was real messed up himself. But I think he was, for the most part, coming from a really good place. And uh, I think he was, I don't think he's gonna be appreciated really for a while. Uh, but I think what he did was, was, was huge sacrifice himself honestly mm -hmm. um but who knows you know i i don't know what he did he could have done some real dark things too so that's just my my experience with him um but i felt for him man i just felt like this guy is so freaking alone he's been totally ostracized by everybody in his life and, and i felt that in his in his i mean he had also just like sold everything but it was just like you, i don't know just tell he was uh, totally alone there are a few people though that were that he had, I know, that like helped him uh, with the yard sale and all that stuff and he was staying with, but yeah, I can't even imagine. But he literally all of Hollywood were just like excommunicated him. Mm -hmm. Dude, that's like John Wick's excommunicado type shit. Yeah. So like, well, that's, yeah. When you're going against what, you know, their power structure, they do everything against, you know, everything they can to kind of just, you know, push you out and even if you know, if, even if he wasn't murdered or had, you know, end up committing suicide, he was still driven by them by being pushed away so far or physically pushed, you know, um, which, you know, we've all, well, us three, I most likely have seen where um, it happened. And it, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, did he really, you know, that's not the, but. Yeah, I wasn't even like, I wasn't. When he when he when I learned that he had died, I I wasn't even like oh he was suicidal, like I didn't even I you know I, that wasn't the immediate thought. I thought like he, you know who knows what was going on right then and when when you know right before his death and the video that he gave, um, I mean he did say several times I'm not suicidal. That is the weird part. Mm -hmm. He said that several times, but you know who knows. Um, but in that final video, it was like he was just you know saying he how. He is also guilty of things and how for a long time he knew what they were doing and he was still benefiting from being with these like you know being in these circles and so i could see how i could see how the guilt could could over time really <laughs> add up you know even if you did come out and end up exposing the truth if you if you know that for a period of time you also still were part of it and benefited from it like that that's that's a lot to live with as well so Mm -hmm. I don't know. It doesn't really his, his death ultimately. Like I don't. It doesn't really change a lot in terms of what about what he. Or, yeah, it does, but it doesn't kind of change my opinion of him. You know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> the whole entire thing is just like fucking crazy, and I'm I'm very thankful for you coming on and explaining everything. That's like really awesome of you, by the way. And uh, I wasn't. Yeah, no. I didn't know what to expect, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> hey. So uh, anyway. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't think I have anything, like, groundbreaking to share, you know? No, but, like, it's cool, like, to even, like, talk to a person that actually spoke to the cat, you know? like. Well, it's, I feel like you did more. You had, like, a slight connection with the guy and kind of got to know him outside of the world that he's trying to tell everyone about. You, like, you had, like, an actual connection, you know, not just, hey, tell me about the pedophilia, you know? Like, oh, actually, tell me about you and let's have real conversations that's sometimes that's he was, more fun. he was funny he was like i used to work uh my parents they managed a whitewater rafting guide and they're like i grew up all around like whitewater rafting guys like there's just a type of humor and just a way of like approaching life and he was just he reminded me of one of those people he was just i don't know he seemed like someone who would be really fun to hang out with to be honest um it's probably why he got to know a lot of people you know he was probably really well liked until <laughs> until he wasn't um oh yeah but yeah, no, he's. I, I, I liked him, but I could see. Yeah, he was a real person, you know. I'm sure. I'm sure there are going to be a lot of like rumors. I'm, I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be a lot of rumors out there, but they might learn a lot more. I think there's going to be so. I think there's going to be so many more developments like within the next three months. Like I think a lot of this stuff is timed. A lot of the information. Um, because we are in an election year, and unfortunately, like that is going to be weaponized, you know, and politicized. And I, um, yeah, I think we're going to learn a lot more. Although I do think I don't think we're going to get the full truth. Um, you know, I think it'll be a lot will remain private just for the sake of humanity, <laughs> but um, enough to enough to the point where like people realize that we have to like make serious changes. <laughs> Amen. Like, dude, that's how, like, I don't know. I think this defund the police thing, like, had, like, good intentions. Then it just kind of lost the rails. and The road yeah. to hell is paved in good intentions. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, what's weird is they had the police, they put the police reform bill together, the Republicans did, right? Like, I don't know if you guys thought the yeah. um, speech of Tom Scott, where he's like, Tim Scott. Um, where, I mean, it's a beautiful speech. I'm not even going to try to, like, over what he says but but it's ridiculous you guys are talking about the urgency of of police reform and here we have a bill and but we now we're pushing it off from now till 2021 just because you don't really want to give the the republican party credit for putting it together it's it's all so political but i agree there is reform that is needed but i don't think that less money is going to help i don't think less money is going to help anything i i I saw somewhere uh, i think it was actually andrew yang who was like Every police, uh, every policeman needs to be like a purple belt, purple belt, in karate or whatever else. Like that, that means more resources. That means more funding, actually. Um, well, it's man. The, the defunding thing is just like, like, like handing away the election. But, um, yeah. But, but yeah, reform is needed, and there are definitely like pockets of, you know, racist a holes <laughs> throughout this country. But, like there are problems. I just, I think, I just, I just hate when it gets politicized and, and it's used for political gain. That it just it, it loses legitimacy. Mm-hmm. That's oh, yeah. so clearly what's happening. <laughs> the shitty people yeah. in every profession and everywhere you go. It's you just can't get yeah. away from that. The, the Bad ma- seeds. Yeah, I always say like the main factor of like murder is 
humans. Like, that's that's what it comes down to. It's, you know, when an animal kills a person, they don't call it murder. Murder is when another human kills another person. So it's one of those things where it's at the end of the day, it's, it's more of we're the problem and what kind of training. Like, I, I, we had a video already where we were talking about, you know, how many hours they have in the shooting range, right? over like self-defense and like they're trying to get rid of like chokeholds and self-defense but keep the same amount of hours of shooting well it becomes muscle memory becomes we're creatures of habit so if your first instinct is when you know adrenaline hits in is muscle memory to shoot you're obviously going to shoot more than you're going to like try to calm the situation sad to say so you know add in mandatory yoga and jujitsu rather than you know, add in, add in a, a public that is just totally, you know, <laughs> ready to blow and, and has mm -hmm. been told that police are, you know, the boogeyman. Like, it, again, the attention, you just said it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I, 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 it, it's just so hard because I have a lot of friends who, um, like, my, my circle is for the most, is very, very liberal, you know, uh, and, they know me well, and so when I when I criticize things like you know the the mission statement of BLM, it's like I wish they could see that. You no, know, you and I are like we very much agree on like what needs to happen and like what the reality of the situation is. But like telling people they're racist is not the way to get there, you know. So like we're just disagreeing on the path to the solution but um yeah this divide like this divide and conquer tactic it's working so well right now oh, and it's so hard because oh, yeah. it's like we are all like we're we're all not that different like we don't actually disagree on a lot of this stuff we're just yeah the the, the left right red blue thing man it is like so effective oh yeah like mm -hmm. i mean it's the smoke and mirrors. We talk about this all the time. You know, you you get them fighting over on this, and then over here you're doing something else. So, it's it's and the sad part is, half the time when it comes to like the real infringement on our rights, it's both signatures. There's an R and D behind every single thing. Like from war to the Patriot Act, there's an R and D signature no matter what. So you know, and they guess what happens? Both sides makes money off it. Both sides make money off of you losing your rights and liberties and other people dying. But, you know, okay. as long as you can speak eloquently, you can get away with murder. So, apparently. Exactly. Speak really well. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it's going to be a fun time. It's going to be a crazy election. I'm just like, do you think it's going to happen? Like, is it going to happen? <laughs> Are we going to have an election? Mm-hmm. Oh, well. There was that siege, Darius. You sent me September seventeenth, the siege on the White House. Oh yeah, so this is like, going around. I saw this, uh, and actually, was like, because I'm one of those people where you could see a screenshot or someone post something, and you're like, oh, this is bullshit. I can, I personally, I don't even have great editing skills, and I could do this, but you know, so I always like to like look into it, like actually look it up, and I was like, oh, this is real. These people are getting together, and they want to have the siege of the White House. And it's on September 20th. They're going to literally get armed and storm the White House. This is on the internet right now. And it was stupid because there was just um, a Secret Service member that just shot somebody that was being aggressive. So, you know, people act like, people forget that Secret Service are like no joke. 
Like they're they are like train killers. Um, their main well, job. And Trump's supposed to, Trump just fired the fired every the Secret Service and brought in his own. Supposedly they're like the best in the world. Yeah. Are they ex Mossad? Like... <laughs> <No. laughs> yeah. um, but you know it's. It's kind of foolish. Like, people... Okay, what's funny about this is, like, you see this going around, but it's, like, not... It's, like, is this taken as, like, a serious threat? Is this not? Like, you know, it's still up, the post. Like, after days. It's been, like, a week, and it's still up. Like, are they doing this to kind of find people? To kind of track them? Or are they just doing this more as, like, um, you know... Or they're just not taking it serious? Because um, I've been waiting... Because a few people have been pulling guns lately, and I'm just waiting for something really bad to happen. Um, the guy in Austin that was shot, um, clearly, I even have pictures I put up on one of ours, that he pointed his gun at the driver. And something I'll tell you about Texas, everybody has a gun. That was the guy, with the, the guy who was with his, his girlfriend. Was that a wheelchair? Is that the one? Or no, no, no. No, no, okay, yeah, yeah. They, okay, so the story is that there was someone in a wheelchair that was, like, in front of the car, and the car was, like, trying to go. And so everyone was trying to pull the driver out. But the guy with his girlfriend pulled a gun. He had an AK-47. Right. He pointed it in the face. Like he, there's a the video shows him do this. And the one thing that's gonna happen is, again, everyone has has guns out here. That's the one thing they believe in. Like I don't care if you're black, white, Asian, Arab. Like every person I've met are like we love guns. So you're gonna get killed. Like and that's what happened. He got shot. And I'm surprised this hasn't happened more because I've seen multiple people now pointing guns at each other. Um, really? Yeah, a lot in Portland, bro. Yeah. But, you know, this is the thing. Like, are you going to get dragged out of your car? Like, there was, I even mentioned, like, there was a guy that had um, palsy and uh, he literally was pulled out of his car because he was trying to go to the store and took the wrong direction and he couldn't, like... It was, they were like, oh, he's freaking out. And they, like, robbed him, stole stuff out of his car, and dragged him out of his car. It's like, you know, I know that's helping scare people as well. Kind of like it's that divide. But, again, like, you know, what you mentioned before we got on here was, like, New York and how it's, like, more pockets. Do you want to talk about New York right now? Kind of what's happening, what you've seen over the last couple months? I, well, I was telling you guys is I'm, I'm um, in Brooklyn and, like, my area. Like, I haven't seen any looting or anything like that there there was i think one i heard like one protest or like one uh yeah or down my street but it was it's been fairly fairly quiet quiet where i am um but soho that's where like I, when i did go into the city um just when it was super hot like they soho was a disaster like that was that was just sad like that actually made me kind of depressed just like not even like just like knowing that people uh, were capable of doing that, just like destroying our own neighborhood. Like it was just, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't see, I didn't, I didn't see a lot more than that. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't in the marches or anything, but it was, it looked like a war zone. There were, there were gunshots. There were, there was fireworks, like <laughs> constant fireworks. And they finally have a, uh, Stopped, but it was yeah. It looked like a war zone in Soho. It looks a little bit better now. Now things are now people are like out. They have their um, like restaurants are putting all their tables out. It's actually like pretty pleasant in the city right now. Um, but it wasn't for 
<laughs> it wasn't for a while there. But like you're, but now you're seeing that the crime rate is, is way way up. Like, so I don't know. You're just you're told these things on the news. I don't I don't I'm not exposed to it on the ground. It was the same thing with coronavirus. It was like New York was the, in the epicenter of it, and you know. It, but I just like didn't see that, you know. Then again, I wasn't on the ground. I'm not a nurse on the front line, so it's just you know you kind of have to like, you know, I guess trust whatever news you're listening to. But yeah. um, no, it, it was it was bad trust. in New York. I just I'm not living in. I'm just like not living in the pockets that are really bad. But, um, but I I have witnessed it. It, it. it is what is crazy to see is is uh, the stores that have completely boarded up or shut down restaurants like personally restaurants like i'm, I'm like I, i'm just so sad like some of my favorite restaurants are now done and it's like god if i'm sad like suck it up shelby jesus these people have had their like it's just it's so sad but uh really really frustrating <laughs> really frustrating really sad because i don't you know what, what, did, what does Trump say? Like the, the solution can't be worse than the problem. And it feels a little bit like that might be happening right now. Um, especially now that you have, you know, you've seen that the CDC was very off in reporting the numbers and those were uh, incredibly inflated and we were making all of these decisions without really having all the information and not really thinking through everything. Like what about the kids who are maybe in a, a domestic abuse situation and or they don't, you know, they're not getting their free lunch. Like these are just things that you, you have to think about before you shut down an entire economy. Um, and New York is probably just like the worst case of that, like the best worst mm -hmm. case, because um, it does. It looks like a different city right now when you drive through it. Everything boarded up, but um, but the, but but I like, I have faith because there are people that are like I don't know. Spirits are high. I would say. Um, the weather's that's, not the best. So. Yeah, see, that's great. Like, in L.A., it's not that right now. Like, we're really? still, board yeah, dude, we're still boarded up out there. Like, I went out to a restaurant before they closed them down, and there was a lot, they were allowing inside dining. Now that restaurant's in, like, this old uh, park complex and doesn't have an outside area, so they had to shut down. And it, like, Compare if you're not marching in LA, you're not doing anything. Like at this point, it's it's pretty whack. I know Malibu. I mean, everybody's left. That's yeah. the thing is, is is people are gone. <laughs> you know, like if, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I I think that's been really interesting to watch. Like you know, people I work with, whatever. Everyone's gone. Um, like when people when I say I'm still in the city, like you're still there. <laughs> but yeah. Or, okay. It's but are, are people fleeing from LA? I've been, I've been. Yeah. 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 Well, like they pushed back rent until the August first, but they had to pay all three months on August first, so everyone just bounced after that. And uh, like my brother's building, like he says, a quarter of people moved out last week. So I don't know. Like it, it's it's all weird. Like yes. jobs won't be the same. Media won't be the same. Yeah, like, who has seventy five hundred dollars of because you know the average cost is like twenty five hundred dollars. That's three months behind. It's funny that you guys are saying it's that bad. Where I am, nothing's like that. The worst thing that people are mad about is you have to wear a mask. But other than that, like restaurants are open, in and out. So you can go and eat inside in and out today if you want. 
not even just go through drive through. Like it's it's kind of a totally oh, different yeah. place. Visit yeah, it's so weird. It's it's the weirdest thing because you know, like I go around, I talk to people, like everyone's friendly, nobody's like stressing. Like there's a person here and there driving with a mask on. I'm like you're an idiot, but you know, other than that, it's like might as well just drive with a blindfold on because that's where you're at in your life. Um, but in Brooklyn, I'm the only person. Like I, I I will just choose not to go to the stores that you know. I ask you where like I. I'm like a child with something in its hair. Like I literally can't, I touch my face too much even when I don't have it on, on. like I am so good. But I'm the only person, I'm not kidding you in Brooklyn, walking on the street and it's like 90 degrees outside. Wind's blowing like, I'm the only person not wearing a mask outside. Like you guys, you're outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, okay. We don't need to get in the mask debate, but what I will say is that I think a lot of people like really like the mask. Like, I think some yeah. people have been like waiting to wear masks and oh, yeah. it's New York. So it's like, it's like trendy too. Like I go to like, you know, ride by stores and now there's like these trendy masks and I don't know how effective they are, but they look cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think they look good on some people. And like maybe some people want to wear the mask and you know, whatever you do, you, um, I, it's not my thing. And, um, I actually think a lot of uh, the science shows that it might not be the best thing for you. Um, you know, re-inhaling your, carbon dioxide like it's not the best thing to i think it was two boys in china like in in, in pe like they dropped dead mm-hmm. running just because they were forced to wear their masks or is that the reason i don't know but like you know well people forget also like our mouths have so much bacteria so even if you're not even like rebreathing carbon dioxide you're just building up bacteria in your mouth and on your lips and you know like i feel like because okay. i have to work out like i broke out a little bit but I'm like, I'm 29 and I have pimples again, ah. But. <laughs> Here's the thing is, okay, if the masks worked, why did they let out the prisoners? Why couldn't they just put the masks on the prisoners? And if they, if they had to let the prisoners out, then the masks don't work, right? So then why, why do I have to wear it on the street? And then I just saw, I think it was last week, I was Greg Gutfield, who I love, um, reposted the story about a guy who was let out of prison because of coronavirus fears and he went and killed murdered the woman who i think reported him or like got yeah. him in prison for the place. Mm-hmm. like what like what didn't see that coming it like i like it, I, I just it, there's so much um I guess stupidity like it, it, it's hard to to take anything else that seriously when you have people making decisions like that like why should i tell you when you tell me to wear a mask, you know, if you're gonna also release prisoners. Yeah, no, it's well, a lot I know, of times. Like, like, it's like relating to things that aren't related, but but it's just no, there's a well, lot of silliness. It's all related, and that's the scary part. And that's kind of like as a truther, you kind of start seeing like it is literally all related. It's all one giant spider web that they say it's not related, but honestly, if you're trying to cause civil discourse and issues and divide people more let people out you know there's been cases where people have had covid and they're in there for selling drugs and they don't get out but someone who had like you know like you said like the a rape you know someone who committed rape or some violence they're getting out why wouldn't you put prioritize non-violent crime people out before you prioritize or by health if it's like a 70 year old man or woman that's in prison maybe relocate them or something like that rather than hey you know this 23 year old guy that goes around killing people let's yeah, you know, he's perfect to let him out let's do it you know well, he learned his lesson 
like, I also don't understand is that you would think actually like the prisoners would be like a very sterile environment. You know, like you're you're not letting anything in there. Well, if you you know, it's not did something that. happen. I don't. That's the problem. Because uh, my sister, one of my sisters, is a nurse drugs, in a prison. Like she's like in the Las Vegas uh, jail. And she's a nurse there, and she said that it's not the nurses that are getting COVID, and it's not the people coming to jail getting that have it. It's literally the uh, prison guards and like the correction officers. A lot of them are getting it and then giving it to people there. Um, she said that's like who was spreading it at her jail, um, but they weren't like mass letting people out though. It was. Did they let out Michael Cohen? I can't remember. <laughs> I think. Did you make Michael? Oh, was trying to get yeah, he, they, I think they I, let him out, and now he's releasing his book. And he says that he has evidence that Trump asked Putin directly for help. Of course he did. Yeah, yeah right. Where did uh, yeah, I mean, and they, and they, on my, on my point there, was like, if they had something on Trump, oh my God, they would have... They would want to use that already. Like, they would have found it. They spent however millions of dollars, like, investigating it for Russia. But they probably went through everything else, too, with a freaking fine-tooth comb. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. But, like, it reminds me of the scene from Spaceballs and, like, in the desert with the comb. Like, yeah. we ain't found shit. Yeah. Like, that's literally... <laughs> comb the desert. Man, like, we ain't found shit. Trump, it's like, if he wears it on his wrist. That's the thing is he's like, yeah, he was, uh, hopefully he's you know, redeeming himself or trying to, but like was a womanizer, like loved beautiful women. But I don't think he's a pedophile. You yeah. know, like he's, he's, he's just such an easy punching bag right now for America. Mm-hmm. He's like, like everyone's just so pissed off. I think a lot of people too, who realize like, oh crap, Hillary wasn't really bad. <laughs> and I voted for her. Like, it's like, that's a lot to deal with. It's a very massive blow to your ego. And I just think Trump's a perfect president right now. Cause he's just like such an easy target and you can just blame him for everything. Uh, like, you know, um, and he and he, and he says like dumb things sometimes, and yeah, he makes it really easy. Um, yeah, but I think it's actually even though it all seems very crazy right now. Like I just think it's all gonna be kind of perfect, and it's just a controlled demolition. <laughs> really, that's what I'm telling George. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. We were talking about like. The, this is definitely spoken at the Bilderberg meetings, like for sure. Like, th- this is just so orchestrated; it's unbelievable. Like, just even goes down to the, like going back to the mask situation. Like, I'm right by a park, dude. People are wearing their mask while running in the park. I'm like, bro, that's fucking like, you're spitting when you run, bro. Like, <laughs> like, like. Well, how many people reuse the same mask or don't clean their cotton cotton masks that do nothing? Ah. Uh, it's, it's trash, bro. It's trash. But whatever. Yeah, you know, well, it's all part of the plan. It's all part of the plan. They're just <laughs> they're just trying to lower the people and well, it's it's just so funny because it's like it's hard for them to just be honest with who who's dying. You know, like I, I see I watch like all press briefings, all the you know, um, all the uh, Congress hearings, Senate hearings, um, but they just refuse to be honest and straightforward right like they have to be really nice about it they're like you know a lot of old people and people with like heart disease and die you know diabetes and it's like and then you'll see like people's magazine this perfectly healthy 16 year old who's 400 fucking pounds look like it's like i'm not trying to be a dick but it's like you know 
the best person that I think kind of put it like you know um, the most clear was Elon Musk. He literally said that when you're looking at this, you have to look at like how long would someone live and what kind of life would they live, right? So if there's 16 year olds that are athletes dying every single day because of this, that is a pandemic, right? That's horrible. But if you have people that are beyond the 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 average life expectancy dying or have pre-existing conditions if you have cancer and you have four months to live and you die in two months should you be a covid death you know if you have you know like you've already had three heart attacks and you have horrible diabetes and you die from this what what do we say is like the actual cause like covid cause or is it there's other things that are causing the death but covid is just kind of pushing it along you know, and then, you know, we've already looked up the statistics of how many influenza deaths have happened since last year. They've dropped by one third. So, yeah. w- what? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how much do I get into this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I mean, there was what, like, I think it was in 2017, there was like 11,000 deaths uh, from influenza alone in just Texas. Like the Cowboys didn't stop playing football. Like it, it just all seems. I think when you do realize like what is happening, like just how much is developing, like from a political standpoint, like Durham investigation and all that stuff. Like when you understand like all of the reasons to take out Trump and to destroy this man and his DOJ and his, and the economy that you know tried to build, like then you see, okay, why why the COVID, uh, why COVID would be used to like, I don't know, used as a political tool. Um, as for the numbers and like reporting on the numbers, I mean, one, you just, you gave a, hosp- you gave a hospital an incentive to, to inflate a number. If you're gonna give them funding, if they have X many COVID deaths, then that's like asking people to cheat, basically. I think that like, they even come out and admitted, yeah, that it was a thing. Um, and, I, and then I think you also have just like people that are pushing it to create fear, um, to just keep everybody scared. And when you're when you're scared, then you're really, really like easily controlled. Um, and I just, I think from the beginning, because I understood like the like all the reasons to hate Trump, it was just very easy for me to see from the get go. Oh God, this is gonna be this is gonna be soft coup attempt number four, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> um, so that's my standpoint. But but then again, but I've also been like, oh maybe. I mean, there is. I believe there's a virus out there, and, and, and it's killing people for sure. Um, but I just think that I've kind of been able to see through the fear porn so like i've had a pretty cool i've had a pretty good summer you know like i've I've actually been a good been a good last few months for me because i think i'm just not terrified i'm not living in this constant fear because i see that all all of the stuff being pushed right now it's it's not because of like people are concerned about our health necessarily although i do think we really needed to um we needed to revise the way that we do respond to a virus like i think this was good for us in a lot of ways we needed to kind of sterilize ourselves across the board um and put in place like new regulations or lift regulations like telemedicine like i think this was um yeah kind of like the pin maybe that 
pop the balloon. Like, it was, like there, there was there was a lot that needed to happen or that was going to happen. But um, it's a good trial yeah. run. But I, but, I, but I think a lot of it is political. A lot of the a lot of the because this honestly would have been a different. Oh, okay. uh, I was just a quick comment. This would be totally different if it was an election year. If this happened two years ago, things would have been the approach. Or, 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 or if Fauci didn't say two years ago that Trump is going to have to deal with the virus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was also going to say. Like, what do you think of like this Fauci and like Bill Gates type of like this thing? Because, I, I don't know. I don't even like waste my time looking into the connection because. I know that those connections exist in the world. Like I don't, I'm not trying to prove to myself that like their people conspire to make money. Like I know that that's a thing. And like if it happens, the one I'm just not. It's the same thing with like with the Wayfair stuff. I haven't even spent a, a second really researching that because I don't care if it's. I mean, I care obviously, but I know that there are a hundred Wayfairs. If that's not true, there are plenty other operations that look just like that. But, so I'm not like I don't need to prove that to myself. I don't know what Fauci's doing. I don't know about the Bill Gates thing. I, I, I there is some weird stuff about Bill Gates. Like if you, I don't know. Like he had a, uh, yeah, we could go down that that hole. But um, <laughs> on, on the surface level, look at what Fauci was saying when the, when the, the virus was spreading in the U.S. and he's sitting there talking about how masks don't do anything. And it's like, how can, how can, did, did we just like all of a sudden have like a revolution in science and learn that actually no masks are in fact like the way to go? Like it, it's just, it's I, they're like, they're clearly, you know, they're saying things because I don't know. I, yeah. It's really hard to trust these people. Let's just say that. <laughs> Amen to that. Yeah. Well, obviously they're, they're going back on their word. It's to the point where fact checkers will tell you, well, that information was pertinent six months ago, but it's not nowadays. Sorry. You know, the scientific revolution just happened just a few months ago. And, uh, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> like, I thought, on Twitter, they're like, science has advanced greatly in the last three months. I'm like, dude, yeah. that is your argument. Yeah. Good anyway. job. Thanks. <laughs> But, you know, it's it's one of those things where, like, look at, like, uh, the lockdowns, the quarantines. Obviously, it's not working. If like, if it keeps going up and, you know, like, California had record days during the lockdowns. Record days. They were on a one-month lockdown. Okay. And from the 15th to the 15th, and in the middle, the exact middle, 15 days in, they said, oh, my God. We just had, like, uh, Gavin was like, oh, we just had a record again. We had 13,000 cases in a day. and We had 13,000 cases two days ago, Darius. Again, yeah. it happens. Like, Apparently, like, like, lucky number 13, I guess, you know? Like, Psycho dude. Gavin Newsom. Like, yeah, but of course there's going to be a bunch of, Kate, like, uh, I mean, everyone calls Trump a, uh, he's all stupid for saying that. Like, for saying, of course there's going to be more cases if there's more tests. But I'm like, where is he wrong? I don't get where, how that is stupid. I have my friends at work who, who are like, yeah, I'm getting a test. And I'm like, you're, I guess it's just a thing that we're getting tests now. I didn't know that that was a thing like you just get your test. That's why the numbers are going up because people are going and getting tested. Like you wouldn't really need to are going in. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't really understand that. I don't understand how, like to me, the death count, that's all I care about. And all I care about is the fact that the death count is now, this was a month ago, so I'm sure it's down now, maybe changed, down 90% from its peak. And you have 50% of those deaths are happening in nursing homes. And if you're, what, under the age of 20, you're more likely to get struck by lightning than you are to die of COVID or if you're under the 
age of 25, I think it is, you're more likely to drown. Like the people that are that are teaching in school, like most of those, the, 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 like the workforce and the kids are under the age of 60. Like it's, the, yeah, but, but, but the reason it's all crazy. And I actually, I told, I was talking to my parents about this. It's like, it's, it's, it's evil even, but it needs to happen. Like people need to see this. This is, there are people in the world, unfortunately, and, then, and I don't blame them, but they just don't have the time. They don't have time. Like uh, when you're working nine to five and you just want to go home and like rest and maybe watch a good show before you, you know, eat, like you don't have time to sit there and critically analyze every headline and every piece of news that you get, you know? So it's, I don't even know where I was going with that, but, but no, no. You, 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 yeah. Well, I don't think it's just time. It's also yes. like it's straining. Like it's mentally, physically, and emotionally, and spiritually. It's a oh, yeah. it's a strain on your body and your mind and your spirit. Like because more you dig, deeper the hole gets, and more it, right. it the impact on you becomes. So. Right. Well, then I remember I'm going. It's, it's like people just need to see. They need to see. Um, the insanity of the news media. Like they need to see how three months ago they're telling you that an, uh, a drug, HQC, that's been approved for 50 years by the FDA or whatever it is, or decades. Like they, they're making people question whether or not that's effective. And then it comes out, you know, three months later, oh, actually, like it is working. Like what about those people in the, in the three months that didn't take it because they were listening to what CNN was saying? Um, and CNN's only saying that because Trump said it was good. Like, those are, I think there's a lot of those little things happening for people right now. And they're like, wait, that doesn't make sense. And I think it's just every time that happens, you lose a little bit of trust, you know, with the people, with your viewers. And I just think that keeps happening for people. And what's fun to watch is like when, well, I've, I really have only recently started posting on Facebook again, but you can see people who really have been super quiet, like have never post on Facebook or just starting to put things out there and a lot of like a lot of people i think even on the left right now who are maybe questioning like what what still identifies them to the party like are being really really loud and i think it's just it's like because people are all going through the process that they haven't already of i don't know just it, it's not even a left or a right thing i think right just like right now in this current environment like yeah the news media cnn msnb it's like it's they're they're allied with the dnc you know what i mean like that's that's just the way it is right now but it, but it's not about party lines it's just like kind of seeing how fake the media is in general um and you need something like this to happen for people to just start to question things because you just otherwise you don't really have time yeah <laughs> i totally absolutely. understand uh -huh. <laughs> don't blame anybody mm-hmm uh, now, but now I'm kind of like, all right, guys, all right, you're running out of time. There's no more excuses for some of you. Like, yeah, <laughs> come on, wake up. <laughs> we have a friend out here that we're like trying to push over the edge on this, but like it's taken. Like, I just gave up on it. Darius still tries to talk to him well, about it. Well, I know how like, to approach it. George just, like, yells in his face, like, yeah, you don't believe this conspiracy, you fool. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, and then I'm just like, hey, run. man, let me give you some evidence. Like, let me ask you something. Is this weird or hey, it's super weird. I, like, did some math today, and I learned from my teacher that, like, you know, steel melts at this, and no, but, you know, like, <laughs> um, it's kind of, like, I try to feed people information, you know, 
rather than just be like, hey, because again, you can't just wake anybody up, like just pull the plug. Right, you just pull the plug in the Matrix. You pull the plug, they die. So I you feel know. like my, that's how I it worked for me, man. Well, George, you were around me and David, which is yeah, the guy I'm about to right. post his episode. Uh, I mean, Joe Gardner. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and uh, it, it, some people are, you know, just you know, busy or engulfed, or they just they don't want to know what's true. They're yeah. just afraid of the truth. It's too much information to digest sometimes mm-hmm. like like you literally like i kind of took a year off from working like i still <laughs> there's still like i still feel like i can have more time just to try to digest some of this but i i agree with you it's just a lot it's, it's a lot of information and some of it's like yeah it's not easy it's not yeah. easy. the truth isn't sought after nor accepted by the faint of heart that's another good one. Uh, I like to say I a lot, enlightenment up. is a just... Dist- oh, yeah, okay. I didn't make this one up. A wise man once said, enlightenment is a destructive process. I like to remind myself that a lot. When I have friends that are like, I'm blocking you on Facebook. I'm like, I, yeah. I love you. I had friends call me and ask me if if they don't put the black square on Instagram, are they racist? So, I was like, uh, uh, yeah, I like just didn't log. I'm, I never, I post maybe like once a year. Uh-huh. So I think I kind of got away with like not being on Instagram because I like literally wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I didn't even know that was happening. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. That but, one yeah. was that one was funny. It was like, hey, everyone, the black cube of Saturn, it's important. But no, it's not. It's like I like uh, these memes that are like, hey, you know, your revolution isn't a revolution when ninety nine percent of all business, you know, like large corporations are backing you. You know, yeah, hey, yeah, we have Uyghur slaves, but <laughs> black square, hee hee, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, obviously, oh, black conservatism, it, conservatism is the new counterculture. People don't want to admit it yet, but that's the truth. Yeah, and it's... <laughs> and I'm like... Yeah. I don't know it's when older yeah. white conservative men became the funny people in the world. Like, wh- how are they the comedians now? Like, I'm like, when I was growing up, I'm like, everyone made fun of them, and now it's like, they're like we can't make fun of people and they're like well we will it's it's just so weird it's i know it's because you know again i grew up in california i grew up around liberals like everyone i know like one of my sisters was like super punk rock she's a spike her hair huge she knew like you know actually knew the people from no fx like uh rage against and all that and now she's like super conservative and just like oh yeah kids are dumb you know so it's, you know we do go through change and we do evolve as people and as long as you allow yourself to evolve and it's sad to say that like people like me and george were centrists right you know there's two centers right there's the anti-center and the regular center and we're regular we're not anti the anti is like where the right and left actually go up and meet again right and uh you guys have been on the reddit like that reddit uh how long did it do like the where you stand politically i no. forget what channel it is but no funny you guys are you're doing the diagrams, but go ahead. No, yeah, well, no, it's something that actually, like, I had a history teacher tell me, like, 10 years ago, we had this conversation about right and left and how it's not linear, it's a circle, actually, uh, because authoritarian is always at the top, so no matter how far left or right you go, you hit authoritarian. Um, that's why they had to make up totalitarian communism, was because there's no such thing as communism, there's always going to be an oligarchy or some sort of dictatorship that controls everything, right? And so... Um, 
people like me and George, though, because we're centered and we can look at both sides, we're like, hey, I'm liberal here, but I'm conservative here, whatever. Automatically, you're like, you're a conservative because you don't believe in these ideals. Like, you, you're all you're right. Not, where you're all right. You don't have a black yeah. cube. You all right, son of a bitch, neo Nazi. <laughs> it's like what? Like no. They're gonna make people. They're gonna make people go all right just because that's the rebel thing to do. Mm, like they like, are that's, doing that's yeah. a good reason to do it. But like, like I actually saw. I've I've seen the real the younger people. Like the I guess not the younger people. What are they? Uh, on TikTok or whatever. They're woke. They're like they're funny and they're woke. Like but this Antifa thing. It it it. I don't know. Uh, it skipped a generation. But like yeah. It, I don't, I don't, I have faith, I would say, in, 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 in our youth. Um, I don't know. I think oh that. Oh, my God. Don't let me start. I have a 17 and 15 and 4-year-old niece or niece and nephew, and I'm like, oh, fuck, they, they might be fucked. See, like, really? it's funny that you get that, but my. <laughs> oh, shit. Aiden that's about to go to college, and he's totally different. Like, my nephew. Yeah. He's like they super got, like, yeah. oh, fuck these idiots. He's always like texting us like, did you hear what happened? Idiots. Like, and he's really <laughs> smart though. He's like going into pre-med. So, um, he's fucking he's borderline genius. It's a 50-50 but, chance, man. Yeah. Like, I, I have my, I have focus or I have faith in my 15-year-old nephew, but like his sister and both his sisters are just like super soft. And I'm like, yo, you guys are from New York. Like. Like toughen up. New York's man. not what it yeah, used to be. That explains it. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's hilarious. No, I uh, I don't we're going with that. But I do, I have faith. I'm I'm I don't know if I'm just an optimist, but um Yeah. I think it'll be good. I think I think that I, I'm just I'm dying to know what happens with this frickin' election. Like my my prediction is they're gonna they're gonna come out and say that um, Biden he ha- he's tested positive for COVID. I said that. But they're gonna, <laughs> I called that they're already. They're gonna wait a little bit, wait a little bit before. Okay, well I tweeted a long time ago, so we'll see who, who actually was. Whoa, 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 Different time zones. I was like taking bets, taking bets on when they when they maybe they say Biden tested uh, positive for COVID and they have to cancel the first debate. Well, There's no way I won't even let myself get excited for the debate. That's not gonna happen. So two th- like, two things that might help you with your theory. He admitted he has not tested yet. He hasn't. He, hasn't. he admitted it. Exactly. And they're like, and shit, get him off stage. Hurry like, up. And um, yeah. two, they said that they already set up the Kamala Harris and Pence for October 7th-ish. One of those, yeah. Early October. I keep forgetting the exact date. Um, so, you know, I, I've been telling George, I was like, dude, he's going to get COVID because, you know, they're going to pull him out. It's going to be her. Hillary's going to swing in as the VP because she's really, she's the she's going to pull a Cheney. She's going to be the puppet master. And we all know, like, you know, I have nothing against Kamala personally because I don't know her, but things that I know about what she has done, she's very controlled. And how she's so flip-floppy, it's it's like a it's like a seal flip-flopping around out there. Every time she's every time she speaks, it's something does. She's saying something else. It's totally different. It's ridiculous. I just she's just like through through politician. Yeah. I just you know. Perfect she, politician. She, I think I checked, I, I did, I did predict though that I, I predicted she would be the candidate. Um, not that Biden would, I did not see that one coming, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> um, but I, I remember I, I 
because everyone was saying Elizabeth Warren at the time, and I texted my brother, I'm like, this is not true, it's gonna be Kamala Harris, and let me show you why. Um, but yeah, so I wasn't surprised by the VP pick. In fact, I thought when they did the, uh, what was it, Politico, where they put out a picture or whatever, I'm like, they're just doing that to like gauge people, and, like see how people react. I feel like they do that a lot, or they like mm-hmm. fake leak something. Um, I guess she passed, but it still doesn't make sense. Like we're, we're, we're this year, you know, it's all about crime reform, and you've got some people calling her kindergarten cop and uh, Biden who did the crime bill. It's just it's too rich. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but I would love to see a debate. I just don't think it's going to happen. A problem I do have with a lot of. A lot of politicians do this. I'm not going to just say it's left-wing politicians because there are right-wing politicians that have done this and do this continually. Um, but as something that's come more apparent that at least like Republicans kind of get in trouble a lot more and get called out more, but Democrats like to tell you what they're doing but blame someone else for it. That's something I've kind of realized in the last four years, you know, actually ever since Clinton, really. But they try to say like, look, hey, they'll blame someone for something and say they're doing something, make an accusation. But then it comes to find out they're doing it. And that's more of like a, not even just like a Democrat thing. That's like a lot of people do that. I was going to say, it's like, it's hard to be like cool left because right. What we're seeing is situational. You're seeing, uh, you know, Obama, Obama camp or Hillary basically projecting their crimes over the last three years onto the Trump administration. Just, that's just like a, out of self-defense, mm-hmm. you know, they're, trying to save their asses um but so it's hard to be like like all liberal well yeah that's 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 why it's hard to see all democrats it's not you know no that's what see that's the problem like that's not what i really mean right that's what's been happening the problem is it's people in power are doing that and always do that um and what i'm trying to get at is like at least like at least when like the republic we'll just say this when like conservatives do something wrong at least the media like admits that they're doing something wrong but when you know democrats do something wrong they will not admit it at least you know that's kind of like what i'm trying to get at it's not not saying that they both don't do it because if you listen if you've ever talked to me or george george could back me up i don't like mo 99.9 percent of politicians are all fucking scumbags most people in power most people with money power anything more than five dollars in their pocket suck so that's the problem people just you know they have this power and they think that they're better than they are and they're all sociopaths and sadists that really don't empathize like they say they do they don't even sympathize with us because they can't but that's just no they can't but they all have the they they, they uh, you know love to share their opinions like yeah. <laughs> same things with you know like hollywood actors um you know who love to comment on middle america from their yeah. their mansions but <laughs> Oh, yeah. well, like, we're all in the same boat to... it's pronounced yacht yeah <laughs> but with the with the left your, your point about the left though like it actually kind of made, when you break it down like what the le- you have like a cnn right let's say if it's like fox news versus cnn and msnbc cnn is like they're left leaning leaning right and they're more pro-government it kind of makes sense when you think about it like back to operation mockingbird right when you literally have like cia plants in the media you're obviously those plants are going to be pro-government because mm-hmm. they're working for a government branch like if it, it really just shouldn't shock people like why maybe um 
the the left or, or why CNN, MSNBC for so long was defending the intel- intelligence agencies um, that were spying on Trump, which, you know, I'm sure that's going to be, that still really hasn't um, come to fruition in the news. Like, I think Obamagate still uh, has yet to be exposed. Like, that was just one domino with um Kevin Klein-Smith coming out and admitting that he falsified the, the FISA documents. Like, yeah. Um, well, like, going back into Democrat, like, how it was like a couple days in, since uh, Bill Clinton got outed for being with those two young women, and then, like, two days later, they put him on the DNC speaker list. And I'm like, what? The That's, fuck? He, he paid his dues. That's how you get on there. No, but it's. I was just like, dude, like you got called out. Like if if this was Trump being said, like, oh, he was with two young women, dude. Going back into like that. Can I rephrase what I was saying? It's it's at the moment, especially in the last four years, it's less. Oh, the liberal, liberal, Republican, Republican. It's more of everyone and then Trump, right? Like because Trump isn't tech. Like he may be an elitist, but he's not their club elitist right he's not in the same exact club as them because like you mentioned that's what makes him a threat that's what makes him a threat because he knows the shenanigans Mm -hmm. but he's but he's willing to tell to tell on Mm -hmm. him that's what that's what happened in what 2009 he was the only person that that helped the fbi investigate Einstein. uh Einstein. yeah (laughs) uh in epstein and then now there's that video going around in like 2015 where he calls out prince andrew Mm -hmm. no wonder all of them were like this man cannot be president and if he does become president we need to put in place mechanisms that ensure that we get him out of out of that position because he knows uh, too much he's met everybody i can get you a picture of any celebrity rich person bad person good person regardless of what colors who they are he has a picture with every single important person in the world and so it's like obviously he has ties to everyone he understands the shenanigans and it's he's not one of them it's like people like hate him oh he's a rich old white man but like what about nancy pelosi that has 150 million dollars in the bank she made money she's one of the signatures on the patriot act to help push it through for cheney and she makes money off of defense contracts what we all forget about that sometimes like and it's like she's gonna die in the next five years what is she gonna do with the goddamn money like who at this point it's just like going into your family and your you know lineage or unless it's like that uh, hereditary movie where it's like the grandma goes into the granddaughter and she's evil witch or something but and it's like the problem is the thing that i've liked about the trump presidency and a lot of people can't really see this um but there's still a lot of people kind of realizing it is all a game they are all against you they all you know you have mitt romney um trying to block subpoenas right and you have you know all all these people working against each other that are that you know republicans working against republicans you know that it's not really so much anymore it's the party it's the power Right. They want to retain power. Why are there so many people that have been in politics for so long? You have Feinstein, 60 years in politics. 20 years of those was with a Chinese spy that she worked with. Literally every time she yeah. was talking about things in the car, they're like, hold on, let me write that down. You know, and it's like, are you fucking kidding me? She made like literally it's like a House of Cards episode. Yeah. Like, it's just too good. It's it's all it. That's the that's the craziest part about life. Good play. It's all. You know, we always joke with like saying like there's too many coincidences until it's impossible. And it's just like 
at what point are we going to realize like this is all a game this is all a show and this is all some facade to keep us controlled you know you mentioned earlier it's all about dividing people they continue to divide and divide and divide and that's how they control us and then there's are enough of us though that are trying to speak out but you know we don't know what's going to happen next i i think it's literally one person at a time like it's that's what the yeah it's one person at a time and i i'm i'm like oh like i have like these grand ideas about how you can affect change and, and help wake people up and, and all that but really like it starts at home like i or not at i mean i start at home but like within your network like like I don't like posting up. I don't like posting up on Facebook. Like, I, like I'm not like ooh, Facebook. I like literally. It feels like I am doing like a public service at this point, just helping get information out there to my immediate network. And again, a lot of my, uh, you know, my college is very liberal. Like all of my friends who I know are smart, and I know that they res they respect me enough to know that I'm not just that shit. And they might think twice and just go and do a little bit more research. You know, like, I think if we all just <laughs> just try to, like, you know, even if you get yelled at and, and called alt-right and racist and all that stuff, like, I think if, if the people who are awake, like, just get out there, talk to your friends, register some people to vote. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, maybe, That's what it's turning um, into. Like that. <laughs> that, I think it's going to, it's, it's a ripple. It's a ripple effect. Mm -hmm. um, but... I, I've just been, I've, I've been monitoring, I don't know, like the information field, whatever the hell you want to call it for like the last three months, Twitter trends, as bullshit as they are. Like I've been like there, I don't know. I just feel like if I had like a graph of like, it's happening. Like, I feel like it's happening. And in terms of people waking up um, and a lot of it is ugly. Cause you're, we're literally, it's like the nation as a whole is just like oozing. Our pores are just like oozing out all its crap. Like I said before, we like we're lucky we have Donald Trump as the president. We, we can keep making fun of him, and and he's kind of like a, a, a comic relief, you know. Um, but I think he's perfect for this role to just come in like a freaking wrecking ball because that's what needed to happen, and it wasn't going to be fun or pretty. But um, shake the at least quote. he's funny. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like that's why I wish I wish I wish more people were a little bit more uh, like open-minded because once you like. I wasn't pro-Trump by any means, uh, didn't vote for him, but I remember when he walked on stage, I was awake at like 3 a.m. and I was like, what the hell is happening? And he walked out with like his ragtag family, just the most like awkward group I've ever seen. His kids like can't keep his eyes open. I'm like, this is the most awkward thing I've ever seen. I kind of like it. It's like I kind of like it so raw. Yeah. This is so raw. I've always been, I've always been so uh, uh, like anti, uh, anti-establishment. But I knew there was a swamp. I didn't know how freaking gross it was and like what sort of swamp creatures existed there. But I knew there was a swamp, and so for me it was kind of like, oh, what do we have to lose? Like this could be really interesting, and I hope we don't get into a war with Korea. But once you just at least say, yeah, I'm gonna give him a chance. Then it's just like, oh my god! It you it opens your mind to so many things, and uh, then and then it's fun, and then you're like, you get his jokes and you get his humor, and you realize that it's not this like racist asshole in the White House like tweeting evil things to be a jerk. Like it's literally it's he's helping us heal, and it, people aren't seeing that right now. Um, but I can, and I think that's why I'm I can keep a smile on my face for the most part these days. <laughs> There's a lot of good stuff happening. Yeah, no, no new wars either. Yeah. So no one. No I mean, wars. 
it is you know i don't know what i try to take as a <laughs> yeah i try to take as a win which um is to get someone to question at least i think that's kind of like the biggest thing about this podcast the biggest thing that when i talk to people post things is it's not really to convince them but it's to question them if you can get them to the question then they can start opening their mind more if you just try to give them too much bullshit information and honesty they just like shut down i can't handle this i'm a non-player character They're, and yeah, i do admit Trump is know, I, I, shit. It, like, <laughs> like he's really funny he, he's the biggest yeah. troll on earth he pays the troll toll like he literally is the biggest troll and it's it's just and it's like the left gets so angry you know the media right let's say the media right like cnn will write 15 articles off of just like like six of their fucking writers are writing articles off of like oh he he drank the water with one hand and threw it and they're like when was that funny it's called slapstick <laughs> it's been around forever well you've never seen chris farley you fucking no wonder why you have a stick yeah. up your ass oh i wish <laughs> like, chris farley were alive right now i think about i have i've had that thought recently i'm like what would chris farley be doing right, right. now what would he say he'd be playing trump on us right. yeah, he would <laughs> it'd be awesome you know who you know who i really really like right now um also a bigger white guy tom dylan hilarious Oh, Tim Dillon. Yeah. Tim Dillon. He was just he, on Tim Dillon, sorry, yeah. yeah, he's hilarious. I'm like the worst name. I'm so bad with names. But he we was, were on supposed a, to go to his March uh, show, but yeah. I saw him in New York. My, uh, one, my, my friend, actually, like uh, they they knew him, so I got him for free. But I, I I didn't know him at all, and I was like, I was dying. He's exactly. Uh, he just he goes there, and um, he's smart. That's why he's funny because he's uh, really really smart. He's informed. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he's he's no, done some crazy it. shit. Like he dressed up as like Epstein Island on Halloween. <laughs> he literally was a little girl I, I, I knocking like, on Epstein's door. Hell? Like, <laughs> yeah, he's he's oh, he, he did something to comedy that was important. Like he showed like, hey, you can still be crazy. Comedy's not supposed to be like tiptoeing. Like comedy literally comes from dark comedy. True comedy is dark comedy, and it's supposed to make you feel emotion, make you feel uneasy because that's what laughter comes from. It's not like it's, I don't know. That's like I used to, but I grew up with like George Carlin. You know, that was like one of my favorite yeah. comedians. I grew up with all types of just people that couldn't get away with this shit. Like coming to America, they used to watch that as like four years old, like laughing. You know, like nowadays you could not make that movie. But oh my god, no. You couldn't even make episodes of The Office yeah. these days. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. We've, yeah, we've gone so far. But I think that, like, like with anything else, the pendulum will go back to normal. It always you know, Hopefully, we'll see. But I don't know. But one day, one day. And you guys are going to be huge podcasters. Mm. Rogan's going to have to worry about you guys. Yeah. I know he's coming to my state. <laughs> Actually, I, like, I was telling George, like, when he opens up his uh, comic, because he's trying to um, make his comedy store out there, so... I'd be like, hey, what's oh. up, Rogan? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. He's actually really small. I met him in real life, too. Like, uh, exactly. Really small. <laughs> no, like him, like Eddie Bravo and all them. Like, they're really, they're yeah. really, like, because you think, like, when you look at Joe Rogan, he's always sitting down. He's, like, buff, you know? Yeah. He's, like, five foot seven, I think. I, I've, I've spent time on Google just, like, staring at him with his family. Like, like just, you know, paparazzi. Yeah, yeah just, his wife's, every, like, six, two. Yeah, next to his wife. I'm, <laughs> oh, my God crazy yeah but they're really nice they're, they're cool people they're like they're real people they're not like they're not crazy like oh don't look at me don't talk to me 
like David Spade. Yeah. Like. Well, David Spade's weird. He also whispered in my like my ear one time. Wait, what? Yeah, David Spade. Um, <laughs> I've had like multiple encounters. I've like worked because I've worked at like high end places through like Orange County and um, all over the place, right? Even Phoenix, and he's like a regular at Phoenix, and like uh, he would come into our steakhouse all the time with his family, but he'd be wasted. He'd go golfing all day and get wasted, right? And I remember one day, like, I, like, I'm, like, because you had to, like, bend over, like, or, because they would get mad because I would pop lock and squat it down and, like, type, like, things in. And they're, like, you can't. I'm, like, fine, I'll bend over. So I'm, like, bending over, like, trying to type in orders. And, like, I see him coming up. And I'm, like, oh, hi, hello. Like, because I don't, I've met everyone, Mick Jagger, like, all of the famous people at the places I've worked. It's, like, whatever to me. And he, like, goes, ugh. And then I was like, okay, whatever. I ignored it. And he goes in my ear and he goes, I said, ah. And then like, I'm bent over. And he comes behind me and he's like, I said, ah. In my ear. I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, dude, what the hell? Like, he's like, he was being funny or like coming on to you? I think both. Uh, I'm just glad yeah. he wasn't John Travolta because it would be coming on. But, yeah, it's, I don't know. I've, but. John Lovitz is cool. He's really nice and funny. Like some people, like I don't know. Everyone's different. Like you have some people that think they're gods. Like I ran into Beyonce one time at the Ritz, and she had to take the access ways, like the serv- the servant ways, because she's too too great to walk through the normal halls. She doesn't let people see her, you know. And it's like she's just some normal person, man. Her hair is so big and fake, though. She looked like Shakira was like on her head, like holding on, because it's like this like long flowing. It flows. It like there's no wind and it's still flowing. And then she had like some seven foot fucking security guard, and uh, Blue Ivy was with her, and the security's like, stay back. That's a cute kid. Mm-hmm. I always wonder about. Well, how I'm like, old please don't girl. look. I always feel bad. It's like if you look like Jay Z, your life's gonna be hard. Luckily, you're rich, but like. <laughs> uh, oh, I always wonder about that. Like, celebrity kids, how like when when they get older, we're gonna feel so old. Like it's gonna be weird. Like I always I think twenty. Like when Northwest is old, I'm gonna be like, oh, I don't like this. Okay, look at you're 22 years old. You don't know what it's like. You're not even old. Okay. <laughs> what do you think of the Kanye uh, run? I support it. Say, okay. I think it's another, you know, another, you know, wrench in the cogs. Um, obviously, the Republicans love it because they're trying to fuck with the Democrats. They're doing any, you know, that's what they're doing. That's why they're helping them. Um, but what's so foolish of everyone is Kim and Kanye worked with Donald Trump on the first step deck and different prison reforms already. They are, people are like, oh, imagine having them work in the White House. And it's like, they have been actually. They're the reason, help, they're helping people get out of prison for drug laws and nonviolent crimes. Like, oh. it's these people that one day will be like, oh my God, they're so great, I love them so much. And then the next day they're like, oh my God, what a fucking idiot. He's trying to like go against Trump, like, or Biden or whatever. I don't know. I feel like people just are kind of hypocrites when it comes to it. What up? I'm on mute. There was oh, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh, um, music. No, I, I, I agree. It's like the people that hate on Kanye, say what you want about him, but like he's got his company and all of his music and his family. It's like, they're just, it's like you're, and you're from behind your Twitter account. Like, it's just, you're right. There's so much hate. There's so much he hate. Acres of wild. I understand the, like people assuming the 
like the collusion, you know, between the the Trump admin and Kanye. I think Kanye is like in it for him, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And I think he wants to be that figure that woke up the African American community to you know, how they have been treated by the Democratic Party over the last however many years. Like, I think he wants to be that guy. Like, same thing with with, with Trump. With Trump, like, he's not doing, like, they're both doing this for egotistical purposes. But in the end, like, if there's a God, wouldn't he want you to give your service to the world through service to self? Like, isn't that, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're, isn't that the true, like, well, I don't know. Um, I, I just I, I think there's a lot of good that can come out from people like Kanye being so freaking ambitious and as crazy as he is. Same thing with Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just I don't people understand them. I think people just people just have a hard time even be- beginning to understand the way someone like Kanye thinks when he wakes up in the yeah. morning. The I Harriet think- Tubman thing threw people off, but then you look into the Harriet Tubman thing and you're like, oh, he was actually well. It's he, not okay. Yeah. This is the biggest problem. It's not even so much what he's saying. It's that you're getting little tiny clips and little tiny yeah. tidbits. Okay. It's like, yeah. I can literally take this conversation and make you seem ridiculous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm not going to, uh, but seriously, like anybody can take sound clips, right? right? Or like my favorite thing was you see an article and there's like, they use the infamous dot, 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 you know, like it's hilarious. It's like, here's two words out of literally 500 words that he said and if you take anything out of context control. you they know they only have to write the headline they know people just have oh, to yeah. read the headline click bait click bait people like instant gratification they don't and here's another problem people really have a problem working the long game the long game right they think of instant gratification what can i do now to help me and this is kind of like issues that our government has and our people have they like to just do the quick fix here's a band-aid no, sew it up, okay? Like, let's fix it and do it properly. Oh, it <laughs> yeah. But I, he, he is right about a lot of things. And the biggest thing that he's trying to say is, like, don't fall into the media D trap of you have to be this way because you're black. Okay, that is, it's, it, it's, you know, like... I'm half Hispanic and half white and like I barely know Spanish and they're always like how do you not you're not Hispanic if you don't know Spanish it's that same stereotype that like if you don't do something a certain way it's like try my cooking bitch uh but if you don't like if you don't do something a certain way you're not this right and that's a it's a mindset that's not just like left or right that's just a part human mindset people do that and it's good for him to tell people like no don't do that you don't have to look into it stop just falling into a trap like how many times are you gonna go back you know he's gonna cheat he's gonna keep cheating on you you know they could tell you anything you want with good words but that doesn't mean like it's gonna change anything exactly yeah i uh, I, I i have to say that a lot i remind my like my mom um both of both of them came uh, came a really really long way on on uh, on trump and now they you know i think they're they're on the same page as I am, but my mom will call me. She's like, I don't know why he had to say that. Why couldn't he just, and I know there is a lot of like, you know, things that he's not thinking through and just saying, but there are a lot of reasons he, why he does say certain things the way he does, whether that's like totally dumbing down a, a topic and just making it make sense to 50% of the country. 
Um, there are other times where he will literally say something that's just stupid enough to where he knows the media is going to create an entirely new news cycle about that topic, whether, you know, call it, you could literally pick anything. I, I think HQC is a good one, but like where they will, they'll say something in, to where it makes you like your first thought or the media's first reaction is to go in and, and create a news cycle attacking him. But then it, a week later, you know, it comes out that he's right. So I think a lot of, I think what a lot of people have a problem with, like the people who I think are struggling right now are the ones that think you went out again. Just like so oh, dumb. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, you you cut out for like Can two seconds. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it says uh, ain't ain't is is your name ain't? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, ain't is using a device that could record or broadcast this call. Yeah, that's called the uh, Navid. It just gives you a warning that I'm watching you. The government <laughs> can watch you without that warning, but. So yeah. Uh, yeah, no, but I, 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 I kind of forgot what I was saying. But like, um, oh, kind of like how he's dumbing down things or saying things. Yeah, way. yeah, yeah. Just I, I, I think it, like, oh yeah, people who people still think he's really, really stupid, and those people need to go like look and see what he was doing, how he was manipulating the media before he was ever president, like how he would plan stories and he would get. Like he was having fun with it. He was tro he was like punking the media before he was ever president. And like to think that he just magically forgot how to do that is uh, intellectually lazy. I think people need to go do their research on the man. Because, uh, but I don't. But I don't, again, don't blame anybody for for feeling the way they do. Because like you're right, it is it is the news media that will clip up or give you these two three second clips, and like they can make you sound really bad. And then when you like do that over and over and over again, it's just—it's literally programming. People have been like programmed to just like detest, detest well, this. Person. It's literally brainwashing. That's what brainwashing is. You continue to tell someone a certain thing over and over and over again until they're like, okay, that's—that's that's what it is. Like, no, they're doing your job for you. There yeah. are stories that where you don't—it's it's a totally neutral topic, and you're just like, ugh, mm -hmm. stupid Trump. <laughs> it's like because you've been programmed, you know, and that and it, it like you that have MK to. Ultra. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> oh, you know what you guys need to watch is um, I believe his name is Tom O'Neill. It's the uh, what's his name? Yeah, Tom O'Neill did or just put out a book. It took him twenty years to write, and he did an interview with Joe Rogan. I think like three months ago, um, and he covers the Charles Manson story and talks about. Yeah. Okay. How he's tied in with the CIA and um, how uh, they were basically giving him a jail out of free card every time he went to prison, but that it was it was it was tied to um, an agent in the CIA through the MK Ultra program. They were like giving um, basically like street people LSD out in their clinic, like the Hate Ashbury Clinic. Like gets into it so much information. I mean, it took him 20 years to write it, but like. Anyone who has any, anyone who's like, ah, oh, MK Ultra's fake, like, just watch that. <laughs> no, <laughs> will, no. Um, you will, yeah. If you sit through it, it forces you to actually like. If you see what happened in that case, then then you will be, I think, a lot more open-minded to some of the other things that might be considered a conspiracy right now. Mm -hmm. I think Disney and Nickelodeon do that to their child actors. Uh, yeah, because you have, like, Selena Gomez posting about Stacey, like, putting out, I don't know, she has, like, crazy millions of followers on Instagram, and she puts out a picture of Stacey Abrams and explaining who Stacey Abrams is. I was like, why are you putting out 
Like she didn't do shit. Like, <laughs> that's our, that, that's not MK Ultra. That's just dumb. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, like, I think I, it's a cult. No, dumb Ultra. All Selena Gomez. I, I think I see her in like a, a, a Twitter ad or something. She's doing like a cooking show. I was like, uh, you're perfect for that. Mm -hmm. Like she'll be a perfect next Rachel Ray. Yeah. Uh, so she's doing well, but there are plenty of cases. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. In particular, I think she's okay. Um, but but yeah. <laughs> Britney Spears, like Britney Spears, like what was that when she? You know, yeah, we had a weird episode on that one. There's some weird things going on with her I right now. I did watch your episode on that. Yeah, it was what well, cousin with the NY, and he was talking about it. But yeah, like there's some weird cloning. Well, no, like, some people think she's a clone, or she's just having issues, and she, the worst, best case scenario, they broke her mentally, you know, and yeah. like, and rebuilt her as a person, and like, with the MK Ultra and like what the government has done, there's so many books that have come out to like, from you know like the 60s to the 90s, right? there's been just so much our government has done that you don't know about right i'm not even saying about nowadays like obviously there's a lot that we know but there's stuff before our time that is just it's just unfathomable especially during like the red scare and what the you know the government has done some crazy things um some very shady from project paperclip they were the uh, right the old nazis that we mm -hmm. brought <laughs> yeah Nazi and, well, and over. you get this, like, narrative that, like, you know, they're coming out with shows on Amazon recently where they're like, we're Nazi hunters. We killed Nazis. It's like you killed some, like, dude that was, like, a cook that was a Nazi cook. You know, you didn't kill some <laughs> high-ranking officer. <laughs> like, like what? You just, you like, the, obviously the oh, ones that got away. That's like, a right, show. That's a show. And, well, it's not um, literally yeah. they killed a cook, but, like, they think they're, there's a show with Al Pacino where he's like a Nazi hunter in the 80s. It's based on true stories. Oh. But it's like in Argentina right now, there are like more Germans in Argentina than anywhere on the fucking world right now. It's insane. And it's just funny that it's like we took and Russia took the scientists. Actually, a lot came to us because they're like, hey, we're going to get we're going to have like horrible lives with the Russians. Um, so they surrendered to Americans. Um, but the Operation Paperclip was years. It wasn't just right away. It's not like right when World War Two ended. We're like, hey, come on, Nazis. Like, it was years that we were taking different scientists and Nazis. And, you know, I've argued that we're the Fourth Reich um, with what we have done. And our deep state is what's controlled by, you know, former Nazis or former Reich members. Um, yeah, it, it's crazy that there's literally a parallel of what's really happened in the movie Winter Soldier, Captain America, then that it's almost like true. And I tell George all the time, I'm like, they, they put truth out there to make oh, truth yeah. seekers look crazy. Like, oh, they're it's a movie. That's Hollywood fantasy, you crazy person. But it's like, no, you're using it for one, to make us think like, or to kind of like normalize it, and two, to kind of get away with it. So, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah, for sure. There's one or like you have to, well, what is it like? I guess in the occult, like you have to show what you're doing, right, to the people, so that if they were found out, we told you. But I think the other side is, uh, it is. There's like, I think there's good elements where like white hat, you know, white hats that are disclosing information to to try to normalize stuff for people. Mm -hmm. uh, like with this whole new like the quantum technology revolution, like it's gonna be really hard for people to wrap their mind around the ability to like warp space time, like, and that's. Yeah, that. <laughs> uh, I, I think that like people are gonna have to watch a lot of movies about that first. There's one. There's one. Uh, what is it? Frequency with frequency with with uh, Dennis Quaid. 
that where he like talks to his son in the past. Yeah, uh-huh. that's saying that's what they the like they say like QAnon is is like it's it's basically an instant messaging using the quantum technology and so like you know QES is designed to bring down all of the bad players that they mentioned, but it's like actually it's disclosing that the the technology that the military has right now and that supposedly was in the hands of people who are not who were using it to do bad things. Um, and so that's like, it was basically like, this had to come out at some point or else we literally have the technology to like mind control remotely. If, 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 if the government, if SpaceX doesn't take this over now, this could get really, really, really bad. So it's the timing of it isn't just so much, isn't so much like, oh, it's, it's time to let the people know. It's like, no, it's like, we have to, we have to do this. The military needs to take over the internet and that sounds really scary right now, but here's why. Because <laughs> um, people were like, like, if you want to talk about false flags and all that stuff, like, if, if, if the military has the ability to, like, remotely screw with people's heads and go watch that that interview, because <laughs> that's not far off, like, you know, just think about what, what, how easily we could be controlled, like, on the micro level, but also from, like, a macro level, too, just, like, mm-hmm. through TV and stuff. But that, I, I think that's going to be, um, I think, we're going to see a lot of new drip, drip, drip information around quantum technology. Um, and that, I think there's like, a, I think there's a, a coordinated mili- like effort in the military, um, whether you want to call it associated with Q or not, like that is actually like they're, they're starting to wake people up to some of the, to some of this stuff. And then you have like Elon Musk coming out and, and, and tweeting, there is technology out there of which even the greatest technologists like are not aware, you know, like, I think there is, we're on the verge of something. I can just feel it, you guys. <laughs> You're like, no way, you feel it. <laughs> Did you guys, so Elon Musk is supposedly working, uh, is uh, like not behind Q, but is associated with it. What? Do you Maybe. believe that? Maybe. Well, this, uh, it's like, this is something that's like in the conspiracy world that kind of like has stressed not stress me out, but annoys me, is like when they said like, "Oh, we don't have the technology to do things." No, the the reason why, like for instance, like we haven't gone to the moon or did a lot of space exploration, was because of monopoly contracts, right? We were in a contract with Boeing for like thirty years or something ridiculous. That's why the movie uh, Independence Day they use this the same shuttle but just painted it. You know, like every shuttle's the same, but it's the it's the, the propulsion system on there was weak, right? And now you have the privatized coming out and saying, no, we can do this. Let's not go through the government because the government does it and they do contracts. That's how we do it. We say, hey, pay us first and then we'll give you something in 10 years and then you keep paying us because we need another 10 years of doing it, right? Um, but I am a true believer that the government is or at least has their hands on technology that is at least 20 years always ahead of what the private sector has. I'd say 50 minimum. 50, okay, maybe. (laughs) Well, you know, some people argue that, you know, Bill Gates was kind of given, you know, because his mother worked at IBM, his father worked, was like, you know, helped start uh, Planned Parenthood and was like an elitist and how like his whole story is kind of fabricated. And he was kind of given this, like, hey, by the way, you're an elitist. You're going to be super rich. You're going to be given this, right? And then how does he go from tech to now he's the 
I, I literally saw an article saying he's a great doctor. one of the best doctors isn't a real doctor right now. Like it was saying like one of the top doctors in in COVID doesn't even have a you know DRPH or PhD. You know it's it's that's kind of like the madness rep. But I could see fifty years. It really depends on what you you know. Yeah, I mean, but we're trying to close that gap. That's, I think that's what the like, <laughs> what the the latest effort is. Like, yeah, close that gap. Make make it so that the public can benefit from well from some of this. Who to say that it wasn't a hundred and fifty years, but they haven't gone past that. But we're just finally starting to catch up slowly and slowly, and slowly. You know, but they've <laughs> had it forever. Aliens and Stargates and all that jazz. But that's- Stuff. I, I, I do think I, I think we'll see um, I don't know we'll see that come come to light but yeah I, I, he was so so the, the the guy who is kind of the field operative for QAnon he's basically like a subcontractor for the DIA the, the Defense Intelligence Agency he's coming out finally like basically saying and it's a huge debate in the Q community right now um, right like is this guy legitimate or not if you you don't have to take me at my word, but uh, by I'm 100% confident that he is who he says he is, and at this point, if he's coming out and doing like the, you would have to be out of, off of your rocker to continue to do this if you weren't legitimate. Like, what? Yeah, I, it, it's kind of to me silly uh, people who are disregarding him. But um, is that he, Austin Steinbart? Yeah, Austin Steinbart. Yeah. He he's uh, so when he was he was raided by the FBI for basically starting an online blockade against datto.com, which is the company that took down um, some of his files. He was paying them. Um, he calls his files the amor- amorphous archives, but they took down his files without, I, I believe, giving him notice, whatever. Then he um, asked his followers to like email, like to clog their, their support lines. Um, to me, this all seems like this was this was coordinated for reasons I can get to. But the FBI then raids his home, so he's um, actually thrown in jail for a little bit. Um, before he gets thrown in jail, he had already come out and said, "Okay, this is who I am." I'm, and and I'd been listening to him. So I so when he was thrown in jail, I was like, "What the hell?" Like, it was like the, it was it was it was very weird. Um, he had also referenced the fact that Elon Musk through SpaceX is um, aligned with Q. And so I, when he was thrown in jail, I remember I responded to one of uh, Elon's tweets and I just, all caps, free Austin. <laughs> and he replied to it right away. Whoa. And was like, I agree. And the whole kind of Q world was like, not, not everybody, but a lot of people who were awake to Steinbart then started go, like, going and doing more research on all that. Um, also around that time, that same week, he changed his photo from um, his picture to, I forget, it's like some movie where the guy uh, works for the government and like fights the Illuminati. Like he, he was doing some weird like uh, references there. But a lot of people, I think well, the reason he resp- responded to my tweet is because I gave him the plausible deniability, which is he could say for, um, Austin was in regards to like his factory that he's building out there but that was actually before he even said he was doing it in austin so i took it for me i was like oh shit he knows and austin is legitimate holy shit like people were like shut me up i was like no you you don't understand this isn't about me elon just confirmed this oh my god um so that was yeah (laughs) and since then it was like it's just been 
Um, what Austin did for me is I, a lot of the Q stuff. This was this was stuff people were cared about or, or interested in a satanic pedophile ring. This, this is not revel like revelatory information that Q put out. This was a, this has been a thing, and so the people who were awake to it and then have seen this happen are kind of like, oh wow, look at all these dots being connected. It can this be real? Is this too good to be true? And then Austin comes in and he's really kind of been he's tied the dots for me. He he is uh, one video I would go watch is um, Black Ops 101. Um, it's on the CIA and he talks about the role that McCain had um, and really the, like who McCain was and the power that he had. Then um, he just he, he kind of connected all of these dots for me. And having done my research and knowing, like, for him to be able to do that, it was like, whoa, oh my God, you just answered so much for me. So he just, he helped me out so much that it's like, okay, this guy's full of shit. This is a, a psyop. This is like a really good psyop. <laughs> and he's going after the people that, you know, we, that need, we need to go after. So I, I just don't, I don't understand the argument of people um, who are saying that he is not legitimate. I think there's a lot of people, that, there are a lot of people in the Q, uh, community that are um, bad actors or like plants, whatever you want to call it, that are like trying to create division. But I get it, like Austin, he's like, he's not a natural like guy in front of the camera. He's not, you, you don't be like, mm, I really love listening to that guy talk. Like I can see why people who have been worshiping Q and seeing it as a religion for the last three years are like, <gasps> Why are you not some uh, a messiah? Yeah. Why are you not like, you know, what's his name from the Matrix? Like, so I think it was really hard for people. That was like, a, oh, this kid's 29. This guy's been doing this. Fuck. That's what it's not just him, you know, but that was really hard for those people who are who, this is their religion, you know, and the influencers that have been writing books and have been get, they everyone come look at me. Let me see. Like, listen to me dissect the 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 posts, you need me to understand this information. And when you just automatically remove the need for them, they're like, oh. and, and that's not, that's the thing I try to tell people. It's like, no, we all play a part here. You know, just because Austin came out and his role is to come in and now kind of take it to the next level, get, create attention in mainstream, maybe get more people in the left um, to, to read the post, whatever. But uh, yeah, it, it's, 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 it's funny because it's, it's like you're no better than anyone you're criticizing for for making this a silly religion and not thinking for yourself and only listening to anonymous posts on a board like you know the the uh, yeah I, I, it's just it's funny there there are stupid people across the spectrum we'll just say that you know um but that but but the people who have been treating it people have been treating it as a religion i think they're that's why they're having a hard time with austin right now because mm -hmm. he's not, not their messiah. Well, I, had a, I told George about this guy, Dylan Wheeler, that was part of the Q community that just, like, turned on Q. And I said, the problem is, like, someone like him, he's, like, super, super, super religious. And he ended up becoming super, super, super religious for Q, you know? Mm -hmm. And these people that anybody who's too extreme or doesn't question anything, I think is a problem. Even if they follow what's right, but they don't question it ever, or if they're so blind to anything that that's a problem and there's a lot of people that are in the q community that give q the q community a bad name because they are so religiously like this is what i follow but and they're they're used to like the, the it's just so sad how the new how the media mm -hmm. portrays people it's just and that's where it's like you know what 
uh, people are so scared to say that they read Q. It's like I, ever since I was a little girl, I will, I will, even if it's the not cool thing to do, fuck it. Like, so it makes you cool. Uh, and I, I don't think right now they're like, oh my god, you're so crazy. Like this is no, it's not my religion. I, but but yeah, this is this, this is history happening right now. And like, be a part of it if you want. I think it's really like. I think it's like a once in a generation thing happening right now. <laughs> like we're watching, um, I think what we're seeing is the closing of the chapter on JFK. JFK, I think we're, the, the final act is going to be the unsealing of the JFK documents and the disbanding of the CIA is what, is what this is all leading towards. Um, and if Trump just came out and did that right now, they'd be like, dictator, how can you do that? Like. So the purpose of Q is to just be able to get enough people, like critical mass, to where it's like, oh yeah, this makes sense. This, you know, um, we've been rotting from within for so long. Let's get rid of the CIA. I think they want to then put in the DIA as like, I think that would be the replacement. But um, yeah, I think that's where we're going. <clears throat> is the is the covering up of the JFK assassination? Like a chapter if we're going to close on U.S. history, hopefully. But um, once the, the documents, I believe otherwise they would have freaking released them by now show that the cia you know however involved they were <clears throat> in in the cover-up um like i think that will maybe be the final red pill for people um but i don't care if you're on the left or the right like jfk is a democrat like you that should piss you off <laughs> if you don't mm -hmm. that those documents are unsealed right or sorry are sealed right now so um yeah yeah, the, we'll see. Hey, look, I think a lot the, conspiracies will become not conspiracy yeah. very soon. Risky to, it's risky to come out and associate yourself with these things, but I think there, I think there, people will be karmically rewarded hopefully somehow. But uh, you guys are, you guys are, honestly, I'm very impressed with the information you're trying to get out there. So oh, thank you. Uh, two things, real thank quick. You. Uh, the CIA tried to topple every government in this hemisphere, so <laughs> why wouldn't they try to not topple our own government? And not only that, right. um, God, I just forgot. Ah, never mind. Um, up on so many. I've done that like five yeah, times. No, it's fine. Um, but that's, you know, yeah, I agree with everything you're saying. Uh, there's a lot going on right now. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. So at the beginning of this year, a lot of the truthers were saying this is 2020. 2020 is the year of clarity, right? 2020 is clarity. So. Um, and then everyone's saying, oh my God, it's been so crazy. There's no clarity. But I think it has been. A lot of conspiracies are that, you know, people have known as truthers and are like, oh, it's real, are coming to light. A lot of things that people um, have been trying to hide have come to light. People are starting to realize things. And, you know, even with the COVID pandemic, um, people are realizing a lot of the, you know, you know, the false narratives, all these conspiracies, they people are starting to realize they are not conspiracies they're literally right. not they're some are some are crazy some people are crazy don't get me wrong there are crazy yeah. people yeah. um but for yeah, the yeah, yeah. traps everywhere that's why i was like i'm not even going away the wayfair stuff because uh, that was trending on twitter well they want it they want it. <laughs> you know it's like mm -hmm. yeah but um but i think no. the whole yeah this might be taken out of context but you know by somebody um the whole wayfair coming to light is a good thing because it just shows that a company or companies have the ability to do the same thing 
even if Wayfair isn't doing it, there could be companies doing it because people are being trafficked, especially children. And so, you know, it at least brings people forward saying, okay, well, maybe there are actually, this is really happening. It really, you know, it kind of shows you in your face that, okay, there might be people being trafficked. Maybe not through this exactly, but there, it, there is a possibility it could be. It's huge. That's huge. And then what you were saying before, like, how people aren't recognizing what is coming to light. Like, either, well, I mean, maybe the, if the truther community might just be generally a little bit more pessimistic than most because they always look for the the, the dark. <laughs> but um, I, 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 I don't, I think that's wrong. I think that so much has happened. It's just, it's hard because it is being intentionally stretched out over like three years or however many how many, however many years, like it's slow on purpose so that there isn't a shock to the system. Um, but yeah, well, like talking about Epstein two years ago, that was like taboo. Yeah. And now it, Epstein didn't kill himself. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. I have no idea the implications of what they're saying, but that's okay. At least they understand that that this is a thing that happens. People maybe now understand the concept of like honey potting and how, how, Oh yeah. Are controlled through blackmail, mm-hmm. and even even maybe a politician who didn't like even know that what they were getting into, you know, like so much is coming out. So I, uh, if anything, I think it's maybe a good thing that people don't think that it's just you know hit after hit after hit. Like I don't know. I, I think that would just be really stressful for some people. Mm-hmm. It should be slow. Um, I guess I just like to take life head on and really just get to the heart of things. But um, I, for for humanity, it'll be better that this stuff is very slow, really slowly. Yeah, well, most people can't handle it. And, you know, go back to what you said about, you know, truthers being pessimistic. Just because <laughs> you can see the darkness doesn't mean you don't find beauty and understand its purpose. Right. You know, I am not. That yeah. way. I'm like, I'm I'm just wondering, like, how can anybody in the truther community, like, think that this hasn't been, you know, a huge year? Um, but I get it, because there's there's a lot that is still, that still hasn't happened. But I, I'm i just a, kind of impressed with progress made thus far, I guess. Uh, but I'm, I am worried about a false flag. Oh, my God. You said it earlier. And, like, like when the Beirut thing happened, I was, like, I had a week before, I was like, I'm just waiting for something to blow. I'm just waiting for something. And then for that to happen, I was like, oh, my gosh. Uh, but I'm really glad that everyone is like quarantined and that large groups are not allowed to organize because it's like I don't know that that's if the Durham investigate like if if the bad players are exposed that's not they're not going down without a fight mm-hmm. like it's gonna be ugly and so I'm just as we get closer and closer to the election I'm just I'm just a little worried about that oh, yeah. mm-hmm. every day I'm on my like the edge of my seat like what's next what's next what's next and it's like I'm not even like surprised if I look on my phone and there's an alert. I'm like, ah, could have guessed that. That's not yeah. ever a surprise anymore. <laughs> or like I had a very busy day at work today, and like I usually I'm usually on Twitter whenever I have like I live on Twitter, unfortunately. But um, I didn't check all day, and I went on at the end, uh, like before we started talking. Whoa, peace deal. Whoa, the vice I think there was like four huge stories. I was like, what the hell just happened? That was mm-hmm. so. So much is happening. Out of hours, yeah. No, it's nuts. 
All right. We have to find more of these and not cover everything. But yeah. Yeah. I would be, I, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of stuff. The, the, the Elon thing, like that's where that's what I'm, I'm excited about right now is just like some of the uh, the quantum tech that um, Austin is talking about. Like that, we could do a whole we could do a whole uh, interview. But I think I gave yeah I gave you a couple good videos too. I'd watch the the Black Ops one. I'll send them to you. But um, like I don't know. I feel like sometimes I watch an interview. And I'm like, well, that just changed my life. Mm -hmm. Like that literally just changed my life. Um, and I have a couple of those, so I'll share those. That'd be nice. <laughs> definitely. No, so open to it. Would you like to have any final thoughts for today? And definitely, we will do that, Elon, because I want to kind of get your opinion, but more like a lengthy opinion on like. Elon and Neuralink and Starlink and all the things going on because there's a lot of crazy yeah. things going on. Yeah, um, there's, there's a lot of like people who think that might be a not for the like that he might be a, a bad guy. Mm -hmm. Well, the problem is is you can do something that's good, and people can use it for bad. So no matter sure. what your intentions are, it doesn't mean that's the outcome. Uh, but I want right. to definitely get like your full opinion on that. So maybe have another day for that. Uh, but any <laughs> final thoughts on the? crazy long fun Matt you know <laughs> tangents upon tangents today we had or tonight now yeah I don't um no I feel like I I'm glad we went over like a little bit of everything because I think um whatever you want to call it awakening enlightenment first of all enlightenment is like not a standalone thing that's like an ongoing thing <laughs> um yeah. but like awakening yeah there is definitely a point where you can go mm, you can put your finger on like when it started right like that is something that i think is happening for people but i would just for the people that maybe are a little bit more oh, further down the line like i had to learn this the hard way it's like you can't force it on other people <laughs> you can't uh you're saying you know just share too much information so i it's up to everybody to go in and do their own research because that's really going to be the only way that you understand it. One, that you learn to critically think going forward and like learn how to, yeah, critically absorb news. Um, but also, it's just like I don't know. Uh, you know, everybody's on their everybody's on their own their own path, their own speed, and um, I've had to learn to like make sure not to like interfere with that because like that's really special for them and that's gonna you know like that is their journey and um you just have to be delicate in like how you're presenting information and i probably said things <laughs> uh this evening that people are like hey what the hell um but <laughs> it's enough for you to go uh, go and just start asking questions and um doing your own research because like it's yeah it's not effective to just tell people stuff like it, you have to go in and and want to find it and it's fun it's scary but <laughs> But it's fun. But that's all. I, I, I would. I, it was really fun talking to you guys. Like, we need more of this. More people. Definitely. No. Yeah. Well, we want to get you on the next episode or another episode for am sure. I, so. Am I the first woman? Is that why you guys invited me? Shit. Okay, yeah. <laughs> first of all, I don't believe in genders. No. Um, uh, yeah, you uh, are. I think. Wait, are you? I don't even remember half my episodes I now. No, like, I better. Be. Yeah. Right. I oh, no, you might not be the first, but you're the best so far. <laughs> the best that I can remember. Okay, I'd be happy to come back on, um, and we could we can uh, have like a, an agenda yeah. <laughs> instead of instead of addressing all of the world's problems. But no, this is really fun. I appreciate yeah, it. Of course, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. George, do you have any final thoughts on this episode? Man, 
Shelby made me think I need to be a lot more nicer to people about this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> He's going to listen to you, but not me. Literally everything you just <laughs> said, I was like, I'm pretty sure I've told George at some point. Especially about okay. Justin, if you're listening, which I know you're listening because you always listen to our podcast. Don't be mad at George. We all have our own ways of doing it. <laughs> oh, that's okay. No, but, uh, We're all going to look back on this and laugh. Yeah, I, I yeah, appreciate this episode, and it's I think the best thing to take from it is Look, like we all have our own journeys, like you said. We're all in our different, and sometimes they intersect. You know, you've met Isaac Caffey, you know, sadly before his parting. And, you know, I just met you over virtual reality in the world of tomorrow, you know. Um, I've known George forever, but this is kind of this the truth or path is taken in so many different directions, and we all take everything um, at our own speed. And, you know, I think the best thing to do is just get people to question, get people to look into things. And you know what? I'd rather have someone prove me wrong, but yep. they looked it up and they did their own yep. information. Not sending me a bullshit tweet that's like, hey, look at this meme that you're wrong. No, look into it. Find actually real information and then prove me wrong. And if you do, I, I am better for it. So I thank you for making me better for it. So, um yeah you know the best thing we can do is open people up and try to get people to realize that we're all fucked no i'm kidding but no we we just need to we need to keep doing what we're doing and not you know it is exciting this is exciting you know you are right about that a lot of people think it's scary uh but taking the leap is scary and exciting things can be more than one you know yeah but and like these long form conversations i have to say like this this is you know People need to hear the full, you know, like the full conversation. So I, I'm gonna keep watching you guys. I'm sure you guys are gonna cover a lot of other good stuff. But um, this, lo- like, the long form discussion, it's like it's everything right now. Getting people's full take, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Thirty second clip of you would not have given me anything about your personality. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Well. Thank you, guys. I appreciate Thank it. You. Yeah. It was Bye awesome. Fun. Thanks, Shelby. Yeah. Have a good one. And uh, remember, keep your eyes open. All three of them. This one, oh, this one. Well, I mean, well, I mean, like, yeah. I wanna... Hey, you know what? <laughs> Thanks. Uh, bye, guys. Have a good one. Later. Bye.